I am Raheem Salam. And I'm Ben Maroney. Transmitting from Hostel Euphoria. And this is What About Chicago? Your weekly show exploring live art, music, entertainment, and culture. Hello, everyone. So good to be back again this week. Much more fun. Many more walks to be had. Many more, you know. Hopefully this warm weather we had last weekend will follow us into this weekend. Yeah, it has been a nice week, uh, Mr. Maroney. And, you know, I'm really excited. We have some guests that came through from Strip Joker. And uh, why don't you guys introduce yourselves real quick? Okay. Uh, uh, hello, uh, I'm Brittany Meyer. I'm one of the uh, founder of Strip Joker and co-producer with... And I'm Molly Carney, and I'm a, a co-producer as well with Britt. Yeah. And we awesome. love it. Awesome. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you guys for coming. Now, you can find them at uh, on Facebook. They've got a, a page, uh, facebook.com slash strip joker. Is there any other uh, forms that they should look for you guys Ooh, on? We got all forms. You, got, you got the Instagrams and all that crap. We got Instagram <laughs> at strip underscore joker. We got Twitter, strip underscore joker. We got a website, strip joker comedy, not just strip joker because that's a porn site. But, <laughs> <it is. laughs> but yeah, we do have that now. So please, stripjokercomedy.com for all upcoming dates and all the links. And go to stripjoker.com if you just want to. You know. yeah, just for yourself. Yeah. Not for us, but. <laughs> no, it's amazing, guys. And I know all this strip joker talk you hear, you're like, what is this? What's going on? We're going to find out. But first, we got to take that walk, man. It's Friday. And uh, what's the date this Friday? It's January 26th. It's the 26th, 7 p.m. We're going to Overlook Place, the Overlook Place. I haven't been there before. Me Have you guys? No. no. All right, 3323 West Armitage. That's close to Kimball and Armitage. Yeah, I know. I'm surprised <laughs> I haven't been here because I pass it all the time on you, my way up to Euphoria. We ride down the street, man. So they want to welcome you to their newest collaborative monthly series, Secret Cinema. Now, that's a local film and performance showcase. Uh, it's going to be a three-part screening at the Overlook, and uh, they're going to have. It's a. They're seeking to establish. They are saying a community of local video and audiovisual artists. Why don't you make movies, Maroni? I'm all, I'm interested in making movies. Short attention span. Yeah, Maroni. I need. I need. To, <laughs> I want to do it. Don't you join in with him. <laughs> Be there. Friday, January 26th, 7 p.m., 7 to 10, uh, at The Overlook Place, 3323 West Armitage Avenue. Black magic, moving in God's absence, rocking on the dream boat, falling to Siddhartha. Never put on no side like Buddhist palms, Buddhist Navajo, cup mules with one year. I wanted to ask you guys, the folks from Strip Joker, um, what, well, let's start. How, what is Strip Joker? How does this work? What's it all about? All right, so it's a body-positive stand-up comedy show at the heart of it. And the idea is that comedians, we do some form of taking off our clothing while we do our sets. And it could be a matter of doing sets that are more, more body-focused or doing sets that are a regular material, but in a way that's a little more vulnerable, a little bit different. It's just a very unique atmosphere that didn't exist in Chicago, really before we started this and we tried to highlight more people that don't get the opportunity to be told that they're beautiful or that wouldn't necessarily be thought in this capacity. So we definitely like to feature above all LGBTQ people, femme people, uh, anyone that's female identified as well as people of color, people that maybe don't get the opportunity to be told that, hey, you're actually beautiful or we understand your point of view. And you're hilarious. Yes. Right, right. You know? No, that's ma that's amazing. And there's actually, I mean, I don't, maybe you guys know, it's definitely a new thing for Chicago, this kind of format. I really think it's, you know, uh, unique to the world, actually. Mm -hmm. You know, this sort of comedy stripping down, mm -hmm. body positive, uh, great thing you guys are doing. Now, what was the eureka moment? How, what, how did you guys kind of like 
imagine all of this? Yeah, so this started almost two years ago. I think I kind of dreamt it up maybe last uh, two years ago in October and November that I was trying to think of a comedy show that I wanted to produce. I'd be willing to put this much time and energy into. But I found out that most of the shows that I enjoyed are the ones that people were passionate about. It wasn't just a regular straight-up comedy show. There needed to be another level of something for people to connect with. And I thought about all the things that I'm truly passionate about. And one of those things is body positivity. I've had a very long road to coming to love my body, one that I'm actually still working on currently. And I thought it could be neat to do a show that kind of encompassed that. Problem was, is that the original idea was kind of going from the idea of like, okay, let's say you're doing your set of joke bombs, you have to take off something. But then it kind of felt like, well, this isn't necessarily positive then. You're not doing it because you want to do it. You're being forced into it. And it also might skew the audience. Like there's so many different elements to that. So it was the idea of like, well, not everyone finds nudity to be empowering. That's something we've also realized doing the show. There are some people that do great. They barely take off anything, but they just connect so deeply to the audience. They're just so on board. So it kind of became more uh, whatever you're comfortable with. That really kind of swayed that direction. Yeah. No, that's excellent. And and Molly, um, now do you second that, or how how did you get involved in in this and and want to proceed? I do. <laughs> I, I like definitely second that. I Brittany asked me to be a producer about a year and a half ago, maybe, yeah. and um, I was not in town. I was living in on a fairyland place, but. Uh, Oh, we're going to talk about <laughs> that. Yeah, we we, we I, might know where that is. I was like, hell yeah, I want to be a producer. And then I thought about it, and they were like, all right, we'll do, you'll, we'll, you'll do the show the first month, and we'll see if you want to still do it. And I was like, and then the, the week came, and I was like, oh, my God, I do not want to take my clothes off in front of people. I'm like, I can't even look at my stomach without, like, wanting to die, you know? And uh, then I did it, and I was like, this is the best feeling I've ever felt in my life. And now I draw on my stomach uh, monthly, and uh, it stays on me because I use Sharpie because I'm hardcore. Um, well, when I when I first heard of the show, the, the fir- I kind of like immediately was like, if I was doing this and I had to take off my clothes, mm. fuck out of here. Yeah, you know? But, wild, you know, um, watching the videos and reading up on you guys, and I, I can't wait to go to the next one. You know, it, it's it really seems like a really great time, mm. and um, I'm getting the positive vibes from you guys, so Thanks. it's it's awesome. Nice. <laughs> yeah. All right, so more positive vibes I think can be had on this walk, Bamaroni Friday, another oh, yeah. Friday joint, January 26th, 8 p.m. The Lighthouse, the Lighthouse, formerly the Dojo. Well, we, you know, oh, we this is the last time we should say that. Though, That's true. Because it's done. The dojo's over. I just want to <laughs> give the people a hint on how to get there. True. That is a very great take that walk hint. So, yeah, if you remember the dojo, <laughs> then you know where to go. The lighthouse. Have you been needing some peace, love, and fire in your life recently? Three of my favorite things. This, <laughs> <laughs> this is what the lighthouse is asking, guys. With the loveliest day only a couple of weeks away. Are, oh, are they referring? To, <laughs> <laughs> might they be referring to Valentine's Day? Ooh. You think? Uh, you think? I, I think they might be referring to daylight savings time. Maybe. True. <laughs> True. Speaking of seasonal factors, sorry. Well, what, whatever that wonderful day is, guys, you may want to get your feet wet at, with this event. So it's a, it's setting you up for greatness. Peace, love, and fire is what they're calling it. They're gonna have music by. Jasmine Fountain, Yuri Basho Lane, Vagabond Maurice, or what about Chicago favorite? True. Love True. Vagabond. And he was on the show. On Soul. And then we got some beloved gang homies here oh, yeah. as well. Yeah, uh, the homie Chore Boy and. Oh, is that it? P U I C T K. Okay. All right. We're going to get I it. I believe man. it's the pronunciation. You know, we're not too great at that. I'm more well, Chicago. No, not at all. But let's go to the show. What we are good at is going to the show and, and saying hi to the people and finding out how to pronounce their names. We'll do that this Friday, January 6th, 8 p.m. The Lighthouse. If you need that address, you're going to have to hit us up. I'll tell you how to do that in a minute.
it was interesting to me. You both said this, like, you know, um, I was like thinking of this show or if I wanted to be involved in it, uh, if I want to dedicate this time. And that, that's a huge thing that a lot of people don't think about. We've got all these great ideas, but do you have the time? You know, and so with that said, <laughs> now you, you're a stand up. Um, I heard you're a designer. Yes, I did. Uh, you, you storyteller, arm wrestler. Yes, I also <laughs> arm wrestle for the Chicago League of Lady Arm Wrestlers. Awesome. They're strong. Oh, awesome. Yeah, Stone Cold Jane Austen. So. Stone Cold Jane Austen. Okay, yes. so that that's all right. That is so that's the handle. My persona. Yes. Nice. Okay. Yeah. And are you? Um, I did also hear about a show. Is this still going on that you're producing, The Kates? Oh, so the Kates, that's a really great group. It's still ongoing. I was a cast member for them, but we kind of dissipated the cast. It didn't really need to happen, but the show is ongoing. It is phenomenal. They work specifically to highlight female-identified voices in Chicago, and it's run by Kelsey Huff and Amy Sumter. It's phenomenal. Highly recommend it. Awesome. Yeah. And there's also the Letters I'll Never Send, right? Oh, yeah. We mentioned that. I wrote a zine. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I put put one up on the zine wall here. Here at Euphoria, guys, so if you want to check that out, come to Euphoria. Yeah. Come on down. Now, what's that zine about? So uh, I think it it mostly is a coping mechanism. But I did find out there was like one really good coping mechanism if you have some sort of like guilt or something that you're holding on to. A great thing to do is to write a letter that you're never going to send to them, but just to get your all your thoughts and feelings in order and out on paper. And I started doing that. I did that for exes. I did it for ex-roommates. I did it for – I did one letter for my old hamster that I let die. Like all of this guilt that really pent up for the last, I don't know, let's say 15 years, I wrote a letter to a bunch of different th- – things and people and I put it into one zine and I had a bunch of friends illustrate the letters one that I felt like they would connect with and yeah now it's a it's a zine I wrote it last summer I love awesome. that sort of collaboration. Awesome. Yeah, so taking people taking your writings and and doing a drawing. Oh, it was like, great to see what came out of people's yeah. minds. It was awesome. That's amazing. So if you guys want to know all about all the great things uh, that Brittany does, go to Brittany Meyer does that. Dot com. Yeah, that's my great site. website. Yeah, yeah, thank you. That was awesome. <laughs> All right, guys, we're gonna take that walk. We got the last Friday fun, um, and this is January twenty sixth, eleven p.m. It's a late one, Maroney. You know, that <laughs> way we're able to visit all the events in in the day. This is a. <laughs> I don't know. This Friday. Logic. <laughs> is a, <laughs> Is a good it's a good one for that. Sometimes it doesn't work out that way, but this Friday is is good. We're gonna stop at the Laugh Factory, thirty one seventy five North Broadway Avenue. Now we don't go to a lot of, you know, like established. I'm getting my my collar's getting tight and I'm I'm choking up. <laughs> established places. I just fixed my hair. Established places, but you know this is a great event. It's called Smut. And uh, it's at the Laugh Factory, 3175 North Broadway. They're going to have some great performances by Elise Nylon. And is this Unji Unji? Mm-hmm. Tight. Oh, they got a they got a big bill here. Nikki Martin is going to yeah. be there. Claire Austin Smith will be performing. Uh, is this is this one of my homies that I like? Asia Lachey Bullock? Have I seen Asia? I don't think so. I oh. think you might be thinking of Asia Martin. Oh, okay. Asia Martin, another great uh, comic in Chicago. Shouts out, Asia Lachey Bullock. I got to come now. Check you out. Alex Selixson is going to be hosting this event. And uh, if you... They they said on their event page, they were like, if you want to come, message us. So I mean, I don't want to get them... You we know, want the people to pay if they go. Our five listeners will, is going to hit them up. So, that, so be that, prepared for five comps. Man. I'll throw it out there. You're going to have to buy two drinks when you go there anyway, so please get a free comp. See, yeah. Thank you. Please. Yeah, thank yourself. Inside comp, knowledge. It'll be a great show, and it's definitely... Comp, comp yourself. Oh, comp yourself, yeah. Comp yourself. They're all great comp <laughs> No, get into it. Message them at the Smut page on Facebook, guys. Uh... It's all caps, man, S-M-U-T, for their January show this Friday, 11 p.m. Remember to drink minimum for all my broke homies. I feel you. I feel you. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. <laughs> We're going to do oh, – you know. What about <laughs> Chicago? Chicago. <laughs> I 
wanted you to talk a little bit about your time at the University of Dayton. Oh, Because boy. I'm very <laughs> interested in Dayton. I have some history, not too much, for, and I'm kind of glad about that sometimes. I'm sorry, no disrespect. But <laughs> <laughs> at, no, tell us a bit about your times there and um, what brought you here to Chicago. And I, I think you've done a little graphic arts and done some Second City work, too, as well. Yeah, give us the whole road rundown. Who is Molly? Come on. Well, uh, yeah, I'm from Cleveland. LeBron James is my daddy. Um, I do love Cleveland. I went to school in Dayton at UD, um, big party school. Lived in a oh, house with I, like I'm, I'm not surprised, yeah. 12 people, but got shit done, you know? Um, it's the first first place where I did stand up. Um, it was a bet. My roommate said that I couldn't tell a joke without laughing at it, which is kind of still true. I was like, "Screw you guys!" Did it? Told a joke about Susan Boyle and uh, <laughs> been crushing ever since. <laughs> no, I like. Do you remember this joke? Um, I don't want to go into it. I had a joke about the gold jewelry, like gold jewelry, like the you know that commercial that came out. Um. I was very woke back then. No, um, excellent. What yeah. brought you here, though? What brought you to um, old Chica Go Go? <laughs> I, <laughs> I applied my junior year of college. I applied to the Second City Comedy Studies program, so it's like a intensive, like eighteen credits thing through Columbia uh, in 2011. Then I went back to college, partied on this island in Lake Erie for about too long. An <laughs> island in Lake Erie? Yeah. Amazing. What's, what, can you reveal the name of the island? Oh, yeah, Putin Bay. Yeah, they're probably like, yeah. No, it's, it's a great place to work in between college years to make some fat cash and spend it all um, on what you, yeah. Back where you worked. Yeah, yeah it's great. I mean, I'm, I'm, I live in a downward spiral, spiral kind of world. Um, yeah, and then I moved to Chicago and uh, didn't know what the heck. I just knew that I wanted to do stand-up, and um, then I met Brittany at a uh, all-female open mic, and uh, here we are. Yeah. So now, from your vantage point over there in uh, in Ohio, was is Chicago? I mean, I know the Second City legend, but but besides that, is is Chicago considered like a big comedy town? Or oh yeah. Did you yeah. perceive it that way? Yeah. In my head, I was like, okay. New York is stand up, stand up strictly in my head. This is all I don't know. I don't know what I, if this is true. And LA is more mo- like film and um, sketch, and then Chicago's got it all, baby. Right. And it's like an underground, like just pot of gold. I feel. True. Awesome. And awesome. there's just so many more people to collaborate with here. I think that. I don't know. I no. dig it. I love it. I'm not going anywhere. I agree. That's why we're here. And, you know, do, do you hear that, all you Chicago haters? No. <laughs> Sometimes people just, you know, it's tough times. I get depressed, too. I love Chicago. But here we are. You know, I love it so much, Ben Maroney. Everything for the arts. Everything for the arts. We're going to do it this Saturday, January 27th. This is an early one. It's at noon. Yeah. Noon time. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to get these triathlon <laughs> show days in. Man, you know, I got to make breakfast for the children's, man. But I'll, maybe I'll bring them. <laughs> they we'll, could come we'll, to this we'll one. Well, I'll take the walk. We'll make it happen. Yeah. If they, if the kids want to come, they're coming. <laughs> this is from, <laughs> from By Anita to No Cop Academy at Hairpin Arts Center, 2810 North Milwaukee Avenue. Make sure you go to the second floor. Outraged. That the city council continues to play into Rom's pocket. Yes, we have not forgotten Rom. 49 aldermen voted in November to support the $95 million Cop Academy, guys. There's something wrong with that. We want to hold aldermen accountable while organizing mass political education campaigns. Wouldn't that be great, Mr. Maroney? Oh, that would be fantastic. Tired that even the most progressive candidates still ask for more policing and enforcement? True. Join the folks uh, at Hairpin Arts Center for a panel and workshop where organizers from the hashtag Buy Anita campaign. Now, I want to make sure you guys can do this hashtag. It's hashtag capital B-Y-E, capital A-N-I-T-A. Hashtag Buy Anita They're going to share key strategies and lessons learned from their effort to oust state's attorney, Anita Alvarez, which they did. They got her voted out. That was a good example of the vote. 
uh, for you know, rare rare example, for her role in perpetuating anti-black policies and expanding mass incarceration in Chicago. All right, they're going to break down a bunch of stuff and a very important aspect of this event. They're going to break down your ward uh, for the upcoming 2019 aldermanic races, and I hope you guys Us, yes. run for aldermen. Oh, Ooh. wouldn't that be great? That would be a strip cool turn joker of everywhere. Hey. Hey. Sky's <laughs> the limit, baby. My soul goes. They would sell me out the silver, but my soul goes. tremendously since we first started it because when we first started it uh it was at gorilla tango theater which t- would not recommend to anybody it's boycotted by all performers right now Need to are throw they still there. around so in theory dan abate uh, whatever fuck him so he's been no, trying he, no i think this is important to say so that we do we do build awareness and accountability of it no please, oh absolutely please let us know about that oh so he would pull all sorts of stuff where he would just not pay his performers or especially in-house productions it would be like oh first we pay all rent amenity fees and everything like down to the toilet paper and then we'll pay our artists so i had a friend that actually wrote an entire show directed it and choreographed it and on opening weekend she got a check for 47 cents something like that yeah that it was just like well we pay everything first and she was just like no fuck it so whatever she had to actually get a lawyer to be able to get her money for like her work so never work with them and like a lot of burlesque performers walked out on one of their shows because they weren't paid for the entire month i think of july this past year so they were all like don't work with him and even as an outside producer like that's what we came in so we had like a deal where it's like we sell tickets we pay a rental fee we get this much which even still the the whole setup wasn't very good but i live in like the wicker park ukrainian village area it wasn't very far i was like i know this theater let's try it so we had a contract and this was when you were starting out this was yeah like literally the, two years ago yeah. so last february i signed the contract like maybe in like december or, or november two years ago so uh we were on the line for three shows and it was we got through them but and we had people show up to all of those shows but it was like there were always tech problems and the website went down so people couldn't buy tickets like there was like a lot of hurdles to already overcome on top of all that you think just starting a show yeah he was such an asshole oh god yeah (laughs) so it was like already bad enough like we're trying to start a new show and get people to take us seriously and nothing was going right and i think i told a couple people or friends of mine between whether it's the chicago league of lady arm wrestlers one of my friends who runs plan nine burlesque i was they were like oh you're at gorilla tango huh how's that going i'm like not great and they're all like hey uptown underground is a really amazing venue and they got a new owner and she's been doing wonders with the place you should definitely reach out so i reached out and when i got there they have like in their main area it's the most gorgeous stage it's It's stunning inside of there they have a great bar they have servers and everything which like gorilla tango they had like five beers and a cooler that you could pay too much money for so i was like this is crazy and i remember walking in there and being like i don't know if we can afford this and she was just like well if you want you're still building a following and everything we have a back room where it holds like maybe 50 people if you're gonna do it once a month it might be a good way to like build your audience and i was like i totally agree let's do it it seems attainable it was a really good deal for us and we went back there and it ended up being just like a really fun time our shows were probably closer to an hour and a half maybe a little bit more and people kept showing up and we started building a mailing list and then I think maybe by the end of the year I was like hey this is going really well we want to resign for next year and uh Jen I was like Jen Kincaid she's the owner of Uptown Underground she's phenomenal she was like you guys are doing really well I think because you're selling out that back room every show you could move it to the bigger theater. I'm into that. So after that happened, we moved there for our one year anniversary. Yeah, that was so cool. Oh my God. It was beautiful. A ton of people showed up. It was actually able to accommodate all the people that wanted to come see the show instead of turning people away. So it worked out really well. And over the last year, we've been in the eight o'clock, second Friday time slot. And then uh, once we started talking midway through the year, that I'm like, hey, I think we're ready to sign again for next year, that Jen was like, you know, I think you guys are building a real community with this show. What if we moved you to a later time slot and you guys can have an after party in the space and it can be like a real thing for you, which is exactly what we wanted. We just didn't think we would get that. Yeah. So they've yeah. been really supportive of our dream and making this happen. So we're moving as of our new uh, our two-year anniversary. We're moving to second Saturdays at 9.30 p.m. With an after party. Yeah. 
And then nice. uh, after party. Yes. So no, that's good to hear. I'm and uh, I'm glad we're having you on. And I asked that mm-hmm. question. So it was on Fridays usually. Mm-hmm. Now it's moving to second Saturday. Yeah. So we're moving to second Saturday, which will be just so much better in every way. Yeah. We had like a test run after party after the last show, but we're gonna have a photo booth, which will be like a whole nother element because nobody's allowed to take photos at our show. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, right, right. hey, now you have a chance to actually interact with us and like have a photo with the sign and like really participate in the You Are Beautiful campaign with us and everything so yeah awesome awesome i'm so glad i asked that shouts Mm -hmm. out we're getting awareness of the (laughs) the bad and the good in this old art business it's rough out there but it's worth it worth it everything for the the art saturday january 27th 7 p.m now this is called bug bug or is this is that the name of a band Wait, what, I, what's going I think on, Ben? That Bemaroni? might be the name of the band. <laughs> Bug Blunt Corner. Okay, I used to have a band called Blunt Crew. I wonder if they're anything like that. <laughs> I want to see Evergreen Manor, man. You got to ask a host if you need that address. They're also going to have uh, musical performances by Roald Dahls. <laughs> Roald Dahls. But they're trying. Uh, but it's like spelled all funky. I think they're trying to be like. Isn't there a dude? All right, we'll 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 talk about that later. Dale <laughs> is going to be there. Dale. Blaine is Dale. it is Blaine this ain't no Blaine's gonna be there I haven't seen none of these folks and I'm like super excited about this man Evergreen yeah, man. Manor you shook it's like <laughs> I know I'm like kind of like whoa Liam Cahill great name, great name. <laughs> no I'm really excited especially that bug blunt corner thing I think the it's show like, is called bug the band is called blunt okay. corner okay well, we, we got to find out, man. We got to go to this. 7 p.m. It's a little early on a Saturday for me. Well, the music I'm going to come right after totally. we record the show. That's yeah. what I'll do. We'll take that walk from yeah. Euphoria. Another taking that walk hint. It's close enough to get there. And, you know, we always want to remind you guys, this is, this is a, a space that's trying to be safe. So please be respectful of the home and the neighboring properties so everyone can continue to have shows and have the fun. jumped in i moved here two years ago yesterday actually and first four months i was here i was petrified that i didn't do anything really um and then i was like i gotta do this stand-up thing for real and then um I, the only mic i would go to was the all-female one because i was like so afraid of failure um and i wanted to be comfortable and then i got my first showcase and i was like oh i can do this like Come on, Malls. That's my motivational inside my head thing that I do. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, get it together, Malls. <laughs> just do it. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I started. I just, I remember a big, big downfall that I had. I got a sweet opportunity to do an 8 p.m. show at the Laugh Factory on a Saturday. It's like six months ago, and I was like, oh my god. But they asked me like a couple hours before. I was super hungover, and I was uh, getting really anxious. And I, I'm sure I did better than I am saying, but I literally ate shit, and then I walked home and I cried. <laughs> cried all the way home. And then I woke up the next day, I'm like, well, I'm done now. I won't be doing any <laughs> performing ever again. I better write home true. to my mom and dad, you know? <laughs> I, You have a failed daughter on your hands. And then the next night I did Shithole, which is an awesome uh, pop-up show. Yes, yes, and I yes, was yes. like, I'm alive again, baby! <laughs> so, you know, not every crowd's gonna love you, but you gotta love doing it to get up there again. Yeah, definitely. What about you, Brittany, in that in that same vein? Yeah, uh, I moved here five and a half years ago, but I moved here from Florida. I went to school in Tallahassee, and I started doing stand up there. And like the last couple months, I was in Florida, and I wasn't good. I'll be honest with it. Like I didn't know like exactly like the joke set up, and like I was always around like real shitty people. It was just like Florida comedy. Like it was nothing Florida. good. <laughs> so, Florida comedy, yeah. baby. What about Florida? <laughs> So when I moved to Chicago, I was just kind of like, all of my friends were like, oh my God, good for you. You're going to train at Second City. You're going to do this and this and that. And you're going to follow in Chris Farley's footsteps. And I was like, that's expensive. (laughs) And 
so I, I ended up. You yeah. Life. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm, <t> <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, good, good. Ah. Oh. oh my god. I mean, he did. So. <laughs> no, I I do the architecture boat tours, and somebody on my boat tour they uh, pointed to the John Hancock building. They're like, excuse me, what's that building? And I was like, oh, it's the John Hancock building. He's like, I think you mean Herbie Hancock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate that and person, but I love. Him. I know, but I was like, you know, he died there, and he was just so shocked. He was just like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, he he died there. I think it was during a party. It was <gasps> yeah. like really sad, and he was just like, oh no, and just like ruined the whole tour. Anyway, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Never interrupt me again. Never. <laughs> no. So, uh, so I, I moved here. Uh, I didn't I, I end up taking any classes, but I went to like one open mic, the one that I heard about, which is at Coles, which is not the open mic you start with. That's like the fun hangout mic. Yeah. So it's like sign up at 6 p.m. or whatever, and then wait around till like 11:30 when I would go up and like not get any laughs. And I also didn't even know what I was doing. So I kind of quit comedy. I got in a relationship, and it was way nicer to be uh, loved than to be publicly rejected every night. <laughs> so, so I stopped for like a year and a half, two years, until I think after I got into arm wrestling, I was like, okay, I think I'm getting more accustomed to performance again. And Kelsey Huff, who I mentioned earlier, who mm. runs the Kates, she has her own comedy class, which is meant to get female-identified people into comedy. And I was like, I would like to learn the actual basics, like how this actually works. And after I took her, I think it was a six-week course, it all made sense. Like, it all finally clicked to me. I was like, this is what I was doing wrong. So I learned joke structure. I learned how to get on stage and how to move the mic stand, all the small things that I wasn't doing yes, before. Yes, yeah. very little small things you guys don't realize a lot that is uh – -huh. Now, is Kelsey still doing that class? Yeah, she teaches for Kate's University. So okay. it was a really good way if you're trying, if you're like always been interested, but you never wanted, or it's like the idea of like, oh, I'll go to an open mic, but I don't want to just bomb in front of people is a really good way to like learn how it actually works. So I, yeah, I took her class and it really changed me. And then I started going to shows and doing mics. And uh, I think it was maybe like six or eight months after I did that. That's when I started Strip Joker, mm -hmm. mostly because my background is in like combination event planning, event design, that the idea of putting on a show was so much easier than performing in it so that was less of a problem to me i i actually felt like i had to spend more time getting better so that i was good enough per to perform on my own show that was oh, my next lit. challenge that is so lit great journeys everyone great stories <laughs> wow yeah. amazing i'm inspired man <laughs> yes I'm, I'm inspired dude and you know i'm really inspired by these folks man they've they worked very hard as well um, and we want you to come see them this Saturday, January 27th, 8 p.m. Now, it's at the Burlington Bar. Which is not the best. You guys <laughs> like the Burling Do you guys like the Burlington? I, you know. I've been there once, so one of my old friends, he used to DJ there. Yeah. But I haven't been in any recent capacity. I just have to. I'm just being real. I'm not a big bar person, so I already have the already bias. a built-in kind of like, whatever. <laughs> But I do appreciate Burlington Bar, if you're listening. You throw in a great show with some great art. And, you know, I, all for the art. If, it, if the art's there, I'm coming. We'll 3425 West Fullerton Avenue. Now, Clamor and Claw, it's not only their EP, but their film release. Yeah, they've been working uh, for three and a half years. <sighs> Too long for – dude – we I can't, can't work on something for if an we go hour. longer, we'll be like, we gotta make this song in an hour. If it if it don't happen, then I don't. Then it's then it's gone happen. forever. Then Goodbye gone. forever. Goodbye. <laughs> These guys worked so hard uh, on the EP and the film, and they a, a lot of the film wasn't it shot here at Euphoria? Some of it? I can't. Or did they do a that. video? I don't know. They were here, man. I saw the cameras, <laughs> man. Honest. Where were you? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you might have been on vacation. All right. So it's finally here, guys. Clamor and Claw EP film release. They're going to have also Scott William. I haven't seen Scott perform in a long time. Scott's great. Yeah, I haven't. The, and the family band. And the fa family band's going to be there? Yes. Oh, shit. Tight. <laughs> uh, you know, Scott, he can go up there himself and kill. He can. Like, you know, but I'm glad the family band's there as well. Peggy Tenderass is also going to be performing. And that is a band. <laughs> That's a band. 
as well. Uh, I guess it's it's inspired Excellent. by the person, but it's be a, a great roller derby name. <laughs> so I'm in. You're all in. Yeah, I'm in. There, everybody's going to be there, guys. Hope to see you Saturday, January 27th, 8 p.m., Burlington Bar, 3425 West Fullerton Avenue. What? Now, is this? No, don't worry about it. Oh, <laughs> we got one more Chicago. <laughs> what about Chicago? Because <laughs> you know I die to feel that way again. And sentience is bright. Hey, guys, Raheem Salam. Shouts out, What About Chicago? And we are so proud to uh, make a connection with the Machine Culture Collective, machineculture.com. It's a venue for the creative spirit of Chicago and the Midwest. They are creating original works and showcase artists that are ingrained with kindness, earnestness, and hardworking dispositions. And don't forget, if you like our show over here at What About Chicago, consider being a monthly donor at patreon.com slash what about Chicago. What about Chicago? Oh, man. Sunday, man. Sunday, we praise the holy art. Oh, art. Thank you so much. <laughs> One finger in the air. If you love life, life is art. Art is life. I appreciate <laughs> you, art, for, bo- for birthing me, <laughs> for being the greatest. All right, guys. Um, back back to you. No, Now, I did want to ask you guys, how did you... Um, connect with uh the you are beautiful folks i think matthew hoffman was a, mm-hmm. was a creator of that uh how'd you guys kind of build that relationship i think it's a great idea by mm-hmm. the way with, i love the stage with that and that whole vibe like really adds to it yeah thank you uh i think part of it was like when i was first starting the show and i conceptualized it and i think it was like when i signed that contract for our first three shows that i was like i need to figure out when the show happens how do people walk into the space and know immediately what we're about and it seemed like the you are beautiful campaign it resonated our message it was like no matter who you are where you are remember this idea and i think there was like a reader article maybe a red eye article that talked about matthew hoffman he lives in chicago so i was just like he's so close by let me just send him an email or see what's up so i told him like what i was trying to do and what i'm thinking and i would love to talk to him about it i think it took him a couple days but he wrote back to me he's just like yeah let me know if you want to hop on a phone call and i was like oh that's cool so i gave him like a full pitch and i told him what we're trying to do and he was just like yeah uh what do you need of me I was like, oh, uh, I don't know, stickers. And if there's like a sign or something that we can use. And he was like, yeah, sure. You can come to my place and pick up something. So I was like, okay, cool. So I drove up to like Lincolnwood and picked up some stuff. He was a super nice down to earth guy. He's such a sweetheart, very shy. I know he'll be like, like embarrassed i'm even mentioning our conversation because he's just so nice well i asked yeah he's so sweet he he came to i think our third show ever and like he was so embarrassed when i even just mentioned he was in the audience like i was just it was so sweet of him to even come but yeah he's a really really great dude and even when i try to invite him to other shows he's just like oh i'm sorry i'm babysitting like he's just a very down-to-earth nice guy no i had to ask because um i'm really a fan of that campaign so shouts out to matthew Good job. Uh, it makes me. It gives me a good feeling over the years. It always has seeing seeing that uh, artwork up mm. around the city and uh, on your stage as well. Mm. Uh, and hopefully we'll get that great vibe. Uh, it looks like we might this Sunday, <laughs> January twenty eighth, six p.m. Freak show and tell live. Is this? At the same place we went to that other magic show a couple weeks ago? You know, Uncle's memory's getting a little cloudy. <laughs> we might have to li- listen to the tape, but nonetheless, this is right off of Roscoe and Halstead, uh, 3453 North Halstead. Uh, now, the acts they've chosen for you on this evening are the creme de la creme, the very best and most interesting experiments They've ever had the pleasure of learning and performing. That's a lot, man. Well, he has spent <laughs> They're nine, very confident. They've spent nine years writing this show. Mm, wow. Okay. Makes sense. We're getting we're getting to it. Tom Britton, one of the world's most unique fire eaters. He blends stand up comedy, 
storytelling, and danger. danger. Oh, yeah. Like that's it. a pitch. Do you guys yeah. know Tom? No, no but that sounds, sounds great. <laughs> that's like cool, good. I like it. It's all. It's into an act that is ten thousand years old and brand new, at the same time. This, I'm. This is what they say. Yeah, but this show, <laughs> it's not just fire eating. They say there's over a hundred thousand volts of electricity, nails, chainsaw, chainsaws, and broken glass as playthings. Wow, dude. I'm. My mind is blown, yo. It Let's take like that a- walk. Why wow. not? I'll go on that walk. Let's do yeah, it, man. Tight. Let's get together. Sunday, January twentieth. Oh, bring your own oh. bag? <laughs> Shut up. I think it can't, so. It can't be. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is way too too cool. Yeah, I'm gonna be there this Sunday. All right, so we got plans, guys. On what is the state, the state of Chicago comedy, in your mind? And I, you know, like, do you feel it's thriving? Do you feel it's being inclusive? I know you're being inclusive. Do you think that is a, a sentiment that's that's kind of going on in the community? Or I mean, I think everybody, people's eyes are being opened. Like Meredith uh, Ketchell wrote an article about and did like the statistics and took all the information from every show in Chicago that is. Like what? Independently oh, DIY, brand. yeah, yeah, and um, basically did the stats on like how they book people. If it's like you know, like the ratio, mostly gender ratio for the most part. So, uh, men, women, gender nonconforming people, and broke down what show is booking what and whether it's a has an in influence based on how many women producers you have versus non-binary producers versus male. And it was really, really interesting to see the results. But Strip Joker was the only show that booked more women and gender nonconforming people than men. And that's also to say, like, there are some shows that are doing great. Like, even if it's close to 50%, yeah, still really awesome. But I think one of the bigger takeaways from all of the statistics that she did was that at the very top, it's very equal. Like, a lot of men and women, gender nonconforming people, they get the same opportunities or they're performing as much. But when you go further down, they, when it comes to people trying or just starting out in comedy – it's crazy how many more dudes there are. Like even just giving the chance to do one show, so many more guys. Yeah. So it's been eye-opening to see that it's like shows that have more women and gender nonconforming people producing it tend to put more women, gender nonconforming people on stage. Yeah. So really, I think it's interesting that it's like if we give the people, unfortunately there's been no statistics based on uh, race or any other d- diversity factors, but it does seem to show that it's like when the people that are those minorities are putting on the shows, they do a better job at showcasing those voices. Right. Now, all right, guys, Monday we're taking the walk. And it's January 29th, 8 p.m., 5153 North Ashland. Is that the Neo Futurium? (laughs) Is that how you say it? Isn't that where the Neo Futurists hang? It came from the the Neo Futurium. Maybe that's not it. Futurarium. Futurarium? (laughs) Okay. Thank you, Ben Marie. I think so. All right. Now, start making this bigger font. Well, you know. No, I I just can't pronounce certain things, and I will learn though. I can learn. I can't read it. <laughs> APM. That's weird. Grandma is the name of this show. Now, I it's a weekly show. I I've heard of it, but I don't. I I haven't. I'm not too familiar. I have not been there. It's a weekly show of short sketches and songs adapted from stories written by students in Barrel of Monkeys arts education programs. Are you guys familiar with any of this? Uh, no. The special 20th anniversary performance. I'm glad we're all we're all learning oh. something. Mm-hmm. Now, dubbed, it came from the voting booth. That sounds interesting. It features a sketch collection focusing on the 2016 election and all things political. The show runs the gamut from clever and funny to touching and poignant and includes live music, original song and dance numbers, wigs and props galore and a rotating cast of talented professional actors. Sounds very interesting. I like the pros. They should throw a few amateurs in there, too, this Monday, (laughs) January 29th, 8 p.m. That's Weird Grandma, 5153 North Ashland Avenue. I hope we can make it there, Maroney.
any favorite Chicago comics that you guys have that you'd like to shout out? I know it's hard because we're in the community. We don't want the folks the to feel like, man, you ain't all. shout me out, man. <laughs> I, th- I thought we, I thought you loved my shit. Like, <laughs> I, so if you if you don't want to go there, but. You know, like inspirations overall oh. too would be plenty of people acceptable. we love yeah. and we're so glad to put their names forward. A bajillion, yes. so totally. Sammy Rachar. Sammy's pretty good. Yeah, he's yeah. awesome. He rules. He yeah. makes me giggle every time, every <laughs> single time. I, I Even love if I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fucking awesome. Yeah, he's he's so funny. Uh, barreling off that, Megan Stalter. Oh, what? bam! The she, best. She's like, so the great. Best. She actually has a weekly show now. It's called Freak Fest. It's an Under the Gun Theater, but it's entirely experimental alt comedy. And I think it's something about her that it's changed my comedy a lot. Being able to see how she's done so many different things with sketch and improv that it's like I've really gotten out of my comfort zone of just doing stand up because of her. Yeah, yeah. I was going to mention that. Those first two comics you listed are really very so like experimental alt Definitely. comedy, very yeah. theatrical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I got to see Freak Fest last night. The end of it, oh, it was yeah. great. Awesome. And right in the last ending, I saw a musician, a uh, PowerPoint. They had stuff taped under everybody's chair. I got a fruit. <laughs> I got a fruit roll up. What? <laughs> things were happening for me, and they make the things. And it's so great. Just, oh man, she's yeah. incredible. Uh, Grace Thomas. She's new to Chicago, but we had her. Oh, my God. I met her at the Broiest show. It was it's still fun. It's called uh, Best Night Ever. It's in the middle of Wrigleyville. And everyone was doing like, meh, like whatever. And then she comes up there. She's a trans woman. The funniest person I may have ever seen crushes everybody else on this show. She was visiting from Minneapolis. And I was like, who are you? Please do Strip Joker. And she headlined her show in July. She was perfect. And then we had her back to guest host, I think, in it was September, October. And now she's hosting our two-year anniversary show because she's just so perfect for us. Yeah. She's one of those comics where, like, my friends who are not comics are like, where is she? Let's go find her. Yeah. That's and that, that is the that's the me. key. That's yeah. when yeah. you know when the when the friends that don't really fuck with comedy yeah. they just do because you're in comedy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, when they're like, yo, when's when's they when they playing again? Okay. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. hit it big for yes. sure. <laughs> and you know we we're gonna hit this big man. We're gonna take this serious here, man. This Tuesday, we're gonna take that tough walk, January thirtieth. 6.30 p.m. It's from 6.30 to 7.45. So I would suggest you try to be on time. It's the Civic Talks, uh, and it's about race at the Chicago History Museum, 1601 North Clark Street. One of my favorite journalists, Natalie Moore. She's also written a book, man. We're going to have to get that. We, we splash that book on the page, too. Shouts out to Natalie. Uh, I think it's a Southside book also. She's the WBEZ. B as in boy, Southside reporter and author of the Southside, A Portrait of Chicago and American Segregation. We Thank you, Ben. question. Our team <laughs> the answer. Now, she moderates this two-part series. It's a two-part series inspired by race. Are we so different is a the question they're asking. They want to explore the uh, – now, you can explore, excuse me, this exhibition. It's also an exhibition. And attend the 60-minute discussion followed by a 15-minute Q&A. So bring yourself, bring the young people so they can ask some questions. Make them ask a question. No, don't make them do anything. Encourage them. (laughs) Make it fun. Uh, Now, part one of of, uh, the event is going to be, now, Chicago is infamous for its entrenched residential segregation. Really? (laughs) Join Joy L. Bivens. CHM Director of Curatorial Affairs, that's the Chicago History Museum, Dr. Lisa Yoon Lee, she's Executive Director of the National Public Housing Museum, great museum, and Natalie Moore, she'll be dealing with it too. They're going to have a dialogue, and uh, it's it's going to be amazing. It's going to be all about history, but they're going to make it fun. But the, they're also going to talk <laughs> about how... Uh, race not only shaped but continues to shape Chicagoans experience of this definitely definitely civic talk shaw I wanted to ask you guys also um, we talked about the favorite comedians and inspirations all the work you do, and I know, I know, especially with stand-up, a lot of the stand-up folks that I know, they're trying to do 
three shows a night, like every day. Do you guys ever find time to take that walk and like see, you know, get them, you know, downtime to see like things you want to check out? And if so, what is that? Or do you just like to chill in the crib and like read a book? <laughs> uh, not a big reader. Uh, <laughs> but I think it, I always, when I'm looking for inspiration to write, I get sick of my own material. I know some comics like to, uh, you know, take their like 10 minutes and completely perfected and i'm just more of a sloppier mm-hmm. performer i don't think it's sloppy right word kind of performer <laughs> but whenever i'm like okay i need some inspiration i'd i go out to dinner with my pe- my friends who like don't do comedy and have some conversations or i like instead of taking the bus i walk the whole way just mm-hmm. to i don't know i think experience to go to a pet store even if i don't want a pet kind of thing <laughs> like interactions with humans at grocery stores is like the human study is like fascinating that's where i get my weird stuff mm-hmm. so and going to, like supporting other people's shows are always it's important to me too and yeah we always try to we try to go see other people especially yeah. if like they're doing an album recording something that's super like hey this person's doing something really brave and really cool like we try to go out and support it we see also a lot of really neat people in different acts at shithole just because yeah. they have such yeah, great yeah. variety of performers people we normally wouldn't see in the stand-up scene so yeah. that's like a really great way um i help book like just stand-up acts every wednesday at the crowd theater up by sheridan redline kind of Mm -hmm. um and that place is like the community in itself it's awesome it's mostly uh, like they run shows every night and it's all non-profit like uh so they on most nights they are they are they've got something going oh they have every night every night of the week so that show is like a variety it's called golden mountain variety show and it's every wednesday we're moving to eight o'clock which is a sweet time to have have that spot open and we have musicians uh magicians you know what i'm saying we do uh like characters over here yeah Yeah. characters (laughs) so it's a sweet show and it always i always get time to perform too so it's the best and i think just seeing other stuff besides stand-up comedy is very healthy for the brain, I think. I yeah, mean, we're, we're big advocates of experiencing all of the art. Yeah, it's the jam. I love it. Yeah, totally. Well, and with that said, you know, it's it is Wednesday, so we should hit up oh, the Crowd Theater, right? Yeah. What's that? Give us that the name of it. In the the Crowd again? Theater, eight p.m. starting in February. Oh, starting in February. Well, okay. it's ten so p.m. Look, now, but well, look for that. Yeah, look so for it'll that. be next week. Yeah, so next week it'll be a 10 early p.m. advance warning. Yeah. <laughs> so you may so you could actually, you know, if this go if this something like this goes on, which is at 5:30 this Wednesday, Ooh. January 31st. It's the last day of January, huh? Wow. Goodbye January. Goodbye forever Good January riddance. 2018. You son of a But this is the <laughs> This is the Action Live Art Series uh at the name of the space is Federales. Ooh, uh, 180 North Morgan <laughs> Street. Ooh, wow. Live screen printing from La Tinta Studios. Come see these guys do some live screen printing on T-shirts. Oh, man, I want to learn the art. <laughs> you can also meet the creators behind this unique professional ink process. So there's going to be a crew of creatives not only stamping them, but who they, they did the the specs they're <laughs> like here take my art and let's put it on a shirt and not only yes. that uh, <laughs> there's gonna be a bar there with a portion of the sales going to benefit q4 radio shouts out to q4 radio q4 radio.org it's an independent non-for-profit art and music organization committed to connecting the community with the underground art and music scene all right this January 31st, 5.30, Action Live Art Series, Federales. It's the name of the place, man. 180 North Morgan Street. What if I wanted you? Would you still want me to? Do the things that you want me to? Do to you what you do to me? What did you do to me? I ain't usually a super freak, but I guess it depends on who the freak is. Freak me, freak you. Before you go, anything that you guys learned from producing and creating this amazing event every month uh, that has affected your kind of outlook on on comedy, your career, your life? I think with Strip Joker in particular, it's such a different experience from other comedy shows. It's really been 
so much more fun and supportive and like the audience is behind you, whatever you're saying. Whereas I feel like most comedy shows people go into with their arms crossed and like, I haven't heard of any of these people. And it's like, they better impress me. So it's kind of nice to have people that are like, Hey, we know these are local comics. They're doing really funny, great, innovative things like come out and see that. So it's been very different. So if anything, I feel like when we do our show once a month, we get the opportunity to try out cool new things. We get to like talk about our bodies, especially in places where it's like other places won't laugh at that they really won't enjoy that material as much now what's the what's the kind of protocol for a strip joker act like as far as stripping i think there's a lot <laughs> I, I i hate to put it yeah. in that no, yeah, yeah, in, yeah, yeah. but you you know like what's the process with that? we've had like sometimes we'll ask a comic to perform and they're they're like incredible all over the city kind of thing and they're like nah, i don't know and i'm like dude we're at and then they agree and then they're at the show and right before in the green room they're like i don't what no and i'm like listen what did I agree to? i'm like listen <laughs> we booked you because we think you're awesome and you're a killer comic and you're just do you you don't you can put on clothes like i don't care you can put on more layers if that makes you comfortable you don't have to strip it's just a different like do it if you want because it feels crazy cool and the audience is going to support you no matter what you do and i think and it's funny because it's bizarre in the ways to see these comics that you adore and are like incredible and they agree to do your show and you you look up to them and then they're like it's like just a world changer like they're they're afraid right now you know and it's like i'm the one who has to be like dude you are the coolest, the funniest. Like, Dude. get up there, do a, do your thing, you know? Mm. And it's it's just a different, it's completely it's amazing. wild feeling. Yeah. Your favorite artist is just like you, human. Hopefully. All right, guys. Now, um, before we take this last walk, please remind our, our five listeners of where they can find you <laughs> and uh, all the fun stuff you're doing, the, the next show, all that. Okay, next show, that'll be our two-year anniversary show. That'll be February 10th, second Saturday of the month, 9.30 p.m. at Uptown Underground. Tickets are available online through Uptown Underground's website. You can, of course, follow us, get updates on strip or Facebook.com slash Comedy. You can also look us up on Twitter, Instagram at strip, joker, strip underscore joker, and our website, stripjokercomedy.com. Remember, stripjokercomedy.com. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> yes, be, yeah, be careful. Yeah, comment. It's Comedy, comedy, not the porn. And one. if you ever want to submit to our show, you can send us a link or a clip to your whatever. Um, um, Stripjokercomedy at gmail.com. Yeah, we're yeah, always I, looking yeah. for emails. I have it. Yes. Yeah, I have. I, I yeah, that that's it. Okay, you were right. No, like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I had it written down. No, okay. great. Um, and I also uh wanted to mention. <laughs> I I did want to mention the this great merch you guys have Hell the yeah. pins and Strip Joker. They were. Nice enough to bring us some so I could wear it on my my suit jacket lapel every day. (laughs) Thank you. It's well made. So gladly to bring that. Yeah. Can we find those at the next show? Yeah, we're only selling them at our after parties and also giving them out to every comic that's ever done our show. We have like a list of over 100 now. So So it's pretty cool. We get to give them a little something for getting vulnerable and getting weird with us. Awesome. I love it. Great job. Uh Now, Thursday, first of the month, February 1st. Man, time flies. Wake 8 p.m. Wake up, wake up. Yeah. Oh, I don't even. Oh, my God. I don't want to pay anything. You might, I got till the 5th. All right. AMFM presents. You don't have till the 5th on this event, though. It's happening February 1st, Thursday, 8 p.m. AMFM Gallery, 2151 West 21st Street. This is their juice open mic. They're back with juice. Juice. Come take the stage and show us what you got. They are always looking for more ways to discover new artists for future shows, creating space for people to share and express themselves freely in a safe space is what AMFM is all about. And they want to listen to some great music and be surrounded by good vibes. So bring the juice. They got some, but you need to bring some more. That's just your art and your presence. Hosted by... um, Boo Capra. Is that is that who? Oh, and and wait, what's the uh, on the mic and in house from? Oh, that's the juice they're bringing. What's that juice called? They actually have some juice. Yeah. Somebody made like some cool from Eni juice. Eni juice. E E N I. Yeah. Like so, they're gonna be juicing. 
I wanted to make sure we mentioned that because yeah. I want some carrot. <laughs> I want some carrot juice. I bet juice, you there's Eni. some carrots in there. I want some of that juice. All right, this Thursday, February 1st, 8 p.m., AM FM presents the Juice Open Mic, 2151 West 21st Street. Wow. Wow. What what an amazing week, Ben Maroney. Did you yes. have fun taking all those walks? Always. We had the fun ones. We had the serious ones, near and far, early and late. And, you know, we got to holler at the strip jokers. <laughs> the strip, I'm sorry. The strip joker show, and it's every month. It's going to be every month on the second Saturday. Nailed second it. Saturday. 9.30. 9.30, Uptown. Man. All these great shows and, and great ideas and civic talks, mm-hmm. <laughs> they really make me love you wherever, wherever you are. But what, what about, about Chicago? Chicago?